Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. So excited. Like, too excited. Yeah. You should not be concerned. Well, hello. Hello. You're listening to Gay Watch, the podcast where we're gay and we watch things. I'm Jenny. And I'm Charlotte. How are you doing today? I feel angry. I'm at university, but I don't want to talk about it. I support you in and that. And I feel very angsty. I think that's Ooh, a good... That's yeah, a good word. That's how I'm feeling yeah. right now. Okay. And I also feel very gay, but I always do. And but like also, extra gay too. But extra gay and like just... Gay thinking about Janelle. Yes. Because I That's just, a very specific. Yeah, it's like a really energy. specific. It's like a nostalgia also mm-hmm. because she makes me think of me a year ago. Oh, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how are you? I'm all right. I'm having a weird day. Today I woke up when I was supposed to be leaving the house. So it's been a great day. We love that feeling. (laughs) We love that feeling of leaving the house with like wet hair, bagel in hand. And I got to work and I was so tired that I typed an email to my boss and didn't hit send like on the train because I was trying to tell him I was running late. And then when I got there late, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, didn't you get my email? And he was like, what email? So doing doing good today. (laughs) Um, so yeah, just feeling a little weird and just like my day hasn't really started yet, which is, it's fucking 3 p.m. Yeah. So. That's okay. Yeah. I want to just personally thank Beyonce. Yes. Um, for her existence in general. Always. And for Homecoming. Yes. And for giving it to us on Netflix. And for the live audio on Spotify and for Lemonade on Spotify. Oh my God, yes. She's just back. Like, she's always in my brain. Like, you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. on some sort of level. And she's she's always, always already there. She's always already in my soul, in my heart. Um, yes. But, like, I haven't... You know when we... You know how we go through Beyonce waves yeah. in our culture? It's like she'll be, like, on the DL, just, like, on Instagram yeah. with the twins, whatever. And then this thing happened. And, like, I really... Sometimes I get overwhelmed because I feel very, like, attached to her. Mm-hmm. And when we all start talking about her again, I'm like, oh, my God. And then some yeah. people get really annoying and, like, fucking problematic about talking about her, which really irritates me. And I'm so sick of that. So if you have anything negative to say or you want to start any sort of critical discussion, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're wrong. Literally, you're wrong. No one cares. And I don't want to talk about it. At Bell Hooks. <laughs> Yeah, just anyone really, like, just stop. And every white man writing think pieces about it. Oh, my God, the trash oh I've seen God. on the internet about, oh, God, I can't, I can't. But that is what I, that's, like, the only media I have been engaging with. I'm not kidding. Like, for three days straight, I could not, like, even get myself to listen to anything that wasn't Homecoming Live. That's amazing. Um, wow. And it really, like, rejuvenated me. That's so good. Wow. I just feel like I feel it. Yeah. In me. It's it's just like it's unreal how that was live and she just sounded so good. She's honestly I don't even have words. She's a gift. Like No, like I'm like I'm so I feel so lucky that like she's one of the icons that I get to like live in the same (laughs) time with and like see her do these things and like holy shit. 
And just the, like, legacy of that performance and what that did for literally a whole entire population of mm-hmm. people is just amazing. I just can't stop thinking about her. I think about her all the time. That's amazing. I respect that. Thank you. What media have you watched? Very different energy. Been watching The Act on Hulu. Do you know uh, anything about it? Sort of. I know that I don't like the actors in it. Okay. Yeah. That's valid. That's why I'm not watching It's it. not good. And it looks scary. Oh, it is a little bit. But it's based on a true story. And I, I have been... I'm not usually into true crime stuff, but this story is, like, really interesting. And if you have not heard about it, look up, like, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose. Just, like, do it if you think crime is interesting. And this is a really interesting situation. And it's very, like, unique and unexpected. And there's, like, lots of layers to it. And there's also a documentary called Mommy, Dead, and Dearest that came out on HBO a few years ago that I watched the day it came out. So I'm very into this show. It's very much like true crime drama. It's kind of trashy, soap opera-y almost, but it's very entertaining. And I wouldn't... It's not, like, for everyone, I don't think, but it's very... If it sounds like something you'd like, like, you'd be into it. Yeah. I am very into it, and I am mad that I can't watch... They're releasing the episode, like, once a week instead of all at once, which is driving me insane. The season's almost over because... And I think it's got to be, like, a one go because of what happens at the end, so... Okay. Because of the murder and stuff, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just, uh-huh. like, a, there's, like, a light murder. Some that's not a spoiler. It happened in real life. Um, But, yeah. So that's what I've been watching a lot of. I've also just been like really into the Criterion channel, which is like not the act at all. Totally other energy, but just uh, wanted to hype that up for a second. <laughs> I, I originally was going to just talk about Criterion and then well, I was like, I can't no, do that. No, you can't do that. I was like, I can't do I that to Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to cancel me. Yeah. I'm off the podcast. We suddenly love cancel culture. <laughs> Jenny's in cancel. Oh my God. Oh. Well, that's great. Yeah. So we have a very special piece of media today. <laughs> We're both so emotional about this. It I is... get emotional just thinking about it. Oh yeah, same. I have so many memories attached to yeah. like the music in this and the visuals. We should say what it is. Okay, so we're talking about Dirty Computer. <laughs> Janelle Monae's emotion picture. Emotion. Emotion picture. It's very important. Yes, this beautiful gift that she gave us about a year ago. Yeah, almost. it was released originally on April twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. Can you believe it's been a whole year? Holy shit! No, wow. I remember when I first watched the "Make Me Feel" video. Yeah, before she released the whole that came picture. out a little bit before. It came out um over spring break because I was on. It's such a specific right. memory for me because I was on the train going home for spring break, and the video was released like when I was waiting for my train. Yeah, I watched it like twenty times that day. Oh my like, god! Like I yeah. literally was just on the train and I like was watching it on YouTube, just replaying. It was so I was like so obsessed with it just immediately. <laughs> I just I'm. <laughs> You know I'm at a loss for words. Like, I'm just trying to think of that time in my life last year. And I think, so, a number of songs and videos themselves came out before the visual. Yes. Correct? Make Me Feel Pink and Django, Django Jane. Jane. Yeah. And I Like That came out right before. I Like That was the last single. So, it was just building. And I yeah. knew once, like, the release date was here yeah. that we were going to get, like, some. Just having them all come together and, like, be so beautifully cohesive Mm -hmm. and like tell the story it was like holy shit it was like it was just amazing like it was one of those things where you feel like okay I don't want to like use this word lightly but like when you think about liberation it's like what that would feel like or sound like or look like Mm -hmm. she did that like she did she did like she really put that into like a piece of art you know oh yeah because I 
I was like going through some shit with my identity when this came out. Well, at least when my when make me, me when make me feel came out. Hell yeah, me too. <laughs> it was before the whole thing even dropped, and it just was so important to me because I was having this crisis because I had oh, been. Oh, like, I remember this. I was having so many crises, but like me too. The, <laughs> the main one that I was like struggling with, like internally. I don't. I didn't really talk about it much, but I was just mm-hmm. kind of like. I had always called myself a lesbian mm-hmm. and it was just like not feeling right. And then I watched Make Me Feel and there's like, it's just like so yeah. validating to like non-monosexuality. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's okay. Yeah. And I don't know. It was and it just, can be like fun and it doesn't have to be a big deal. And it's like, okay. And it's, and it's just okay. like, yeah. that's just the way that I feel, you know, it's fine. And so that's really important to me. And just, I love Prince also. Yeah. He helped And her. he helped her with that yeah. song. And, and it's the, so, and the album. Yeah. it's just got some Prince vibes to it, especially in Make Me Feel. Just, yeah, the way it sounds. And, and like the guitar riff. And her, the way and, she dances is so much like Prince. Oh and it's my just God, like it's amazing. So, but it's new. Like it's, it feels like of now, but oh, it's yeah. like calling back to these, the roots that she feels mm-hmm. like very connected to. And I think wants to honor and like keep yes. alive. I think that's really important. Like yeah. that she's it's keeping so, him with us. Yeah. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. just so beautiful. Like yeah. visually. I just think you can tell, I mean, it's just so intentional and everything she did, every like it was a choice. Like you just can tell that everything was so thought out and so deeply profound in her life. Or that like she, you know, it was so deliberate every single choice she made in the lyrics and the and the visuals and the costumes and the and like the story of what's like going on in the visual yeah. album. And it's like wow. Like she Yeah. Like, when they take that much time and energy and passion and love and, like, put it into art, you can tell. And mm-hmm. you can also tell when people don't do that. Yeah. And it's so genuine. And that's why I feel like I think – and I think she's so proud of it. And obviously yes. she should be. But I love yeah. how she feels very, very connected to it. And not in a way of, like, look, I did this thing. Fuck you. I'm better than all of you guys. But it's, like, we're all in this, you yeah, know? Yeah. I love her so much. Oh, and my God. I would die for her. I As if she needs more gassing up. Yeah. But she's just done so much for us. <laughs> like – I just start crying. I so she, I mean, her music's always been great. Yeah. And she's been kind of dealing with this like Afrofuturism for like a while. This like Android type of deal. She's been in that narrative and aesthetic for pretty much her whole career or has been Music playing wise, with it. at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with her first EP, but it's called Metropolis. The album cover, if you've seen it, it's playing off of um the movie poster for the movie Metropolis from 1927. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it's the Arc Android album, which is, I think, when I first started listening to her. Um, I think I knew a couple things. I knew, like, probably the singles. Yeah. And then Electric Lady is 2013. I was very into that album when it came out. Yeah. And then, obviously, Dirty Computer, which is iconic. And I think Dirty Computer had, like, she had planned for it to come out earlier than it did, but she got cast in Hidden Figures and Moonlight, like, around pretty much the same time. Yeah. And those movies came out the same year, so, yeah, so they came she out was, like, yeah, I gotta put this on hold for a little yeah. to do that. And she did... I loved her oh in Moonlight. God. Her in Moonlight was... Yeah. Like, she was, she like, was that character, so you know? Good. Yeah. I loved that character. I loved that movie. Oh, yeah. my God. Moonlight's so good. So, she anyway. did those the same year. So, that's just amazing. She's an amazing actress. We yeah. all know this. Yeah. So, I mean, it really just makes sense that she would do an emotion picture for her album. Yeah. You know, she's an actress. She's a singer. She's a dancer. Like, it makes she's sense. She's so talented. It's, like, disgusting. It's annoying. <laughs> I <laughs> But know. I love her so Holy much. Shit. 
And the best gift of all, I think, about this is that it's free. You can watch yeah, it on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's also on Amazon Prime, I guess, if you prefer that for some reason. <laughs> but um, it is free on YouTube. So that's just amazing. And the emotion picture was directed by Andrew Donahoe and Chuck Lightning. I that's didn't, a cool last name. Yeah, it's a nice name. Two men. Strange. They both don't have much in IMDb, so I don't really know where these men came from. Hmm. But yeah. So since it is technically a movie, I have the shortest plot summary we've ever had. <laughs> so Janelle's gay and also they're in space. That's the whole thing. That's the It's story. like space, but it's not it's dystopia. Yeah. It's, it's a dystopia. It's like the future, but it's also very like... Like there are hover cars, but there are also white men still there trying to take everyone down. Well, it's like in... Have you seen Blade Runner? No. In Blade Runner 2049, which is like the more recent one, it, it gives me like a similar vibe to that where it's like it's space and everything's technologically advanced, but like there's still problems, there's still oppression, there's still... Yes. Like this is like we went the wrong way. Right. So essentially the the story is goes back and forth between her... Between Janelle Monae's characters, Jane's memories, Mm -hmm. and them being deleted. Like, so she gets taken by, like, you know the government or whatever yeah, we the don't fuck really know. they like the bad the bad guys essentially yeah. who are representative of, of like oppression and white supremacy yeah. and like heteronormativity etc yes. etc et and they like steal her and then they're trying to like clean all the people of like their identities mm-hmm. and their memories and so the reason you see the videos is because they play they like push play on the memories that yeah. are her songs. Yes. And all of the people and community and other queer people and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And so they're um, just trying to, like, cl- they call her a dirty computer. Yeah. And they're trying to clean her. <gasps> Whoa. Oh the title, oh title reference. <laughs> it's not subtle. But it's not, <laughs> not in a, that's not, not a, that's not a dig at it at all. No. Yeah, it's just about them cleaning or they're basically erasing her blackness and her queerness. Yeah. And trying to make everyone into, like, little weird robots that serve. That serve whatever. That system. Fucking, I don't know. And thing. at the center, we have a beautiful love story <laughs> between Janelle and Tessa Thompson. And I do not even believe, like, the fact is this. <laughs> wow, you're really just going to drop this off? It's not even a character, bitch. Like, they're they were, in love. They were, that was Janelle and Tessa. If anything, you could not believe it, the whole thing. You cannot watch the end of Pink and not say to me, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're like, totally in love. Yeah. Like, it's, it's oh, oh, my God. It's there so is, The obvious. evidence is, is there. The yeah. facts are there. Also, I would say I'm 99% sure, like, IRL, they were, like, in a relationship. Oh, they for or sure. Or still are. We don't know. We don't know if they still they're are. Extremely they're extremely private mm-hmm. about it if they are dating. I feel like Janelle said something about it recently, but it was very vague and very much, like, whatever. Yeah. So they probably were together at some point, I at think least. they were. Casually. I think it was casual, yeah. Yeah. But they still love each other. <laughs> this is how yeah, I think, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, in my head. They always have pink. Now. I also think... <laughs> Um, I also think that Tessa Thompson has blown up a lot since in the past year or two and has been doing like so many movies and I think she's like everyone just wants to like nag her to be in their movie now. Mm-hmm. So I think she's just probably busy and doesn't have time yeah. for the dedication. <laughs> okay, this is like very little tangent. Have you seen the video that came out yesterday of Tessa and Brie Larson? Yes. Oh my god. I love that they both want it to be gay. Yeah so much it's really cute it's really cute and i don't even care about marvel i hate superhero movies don't come at me for that please but i low-key hate marvel too oh yeah same except for black panther but is that marvel 
Yeah, got it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but I really love Brie Larson. And I, I love really Brie Larson, too. I love Tessa Thompson, and I love their Twitter relationship. I do, too. I love and I love the video of them just, like, like Brie just, like, appearing and kissing her on the cheek and then running away. I was, like, crying. Oh, I love them. They're so I cute. just really, I really love Tessa Thompson. Like, oh, I... she's, oh, my God, the new men in black with Tessa. Damn. I am not ready. Bitch, that fucking tux. I was like, stomp on my neck in that <laughs> yes. tux. Like, I... <laughs> I was like, I need you to hit in me. the face yeah. right now. <laughs> fucking Murder choke me. me. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, a lot is coming out right now. <laughs> but like, wow. She's so... And she's queer, IRL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's bi. Like, I think she said it, but I'm not 100% sure. And Janelle has also confirmed this fact. Yes. <laughs> God. Oh my god. God. <gasps> I'm so gay. It hurts sometimes. Yeah, it hurts a lot when I watch this. Yeah, it hurts. It like it, I. Yeah. Like, there are points when I have to pause and just kind of like take it process. in. Process. Yeah. Because it's like that was a lot that I just had. They just watched. It's overwhelming. I think it's specifically also like you were saying earlier, just the time in our lives that it came out mm-hmm. was really important because now it's not only like that, but it was like li- some of the lyrics. Like, and this is so fucking cheesy okay <laughs> and like bitch everyone I have has a tattoo own. of this i know yeah <laughs> i i know yeah like it's ridiculous I, okay so just for context <laughs> i had um april 27 2018 i <laughs> i had been in three days i would have been a month out of a breakup from a man that i dated <laughs> for almost three years of my young life we're not even gonna get into that but so i was like you know, it was fresh. Yeah. Um, and I was really like, I felt like a baby gay, like hardcore. I hate that phrase, but I'm using it. Um, <laughs> I just felt like I needed someone to be like, this can be fun and okay and whatever you want it to be. And like, I got you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt like. And I just, pink really like, I was like, yeah, I'm gay. And oh, it just yeah. helped me really like feel like good in my yes. queerness and like feel like yeah, you can say you're queer. Like, because I don't even mm-hmm. think I used that word for myself no, you for were, a while. Yeah. And then people would do it for me and I'd be like, yeah, you're fucking right. <laughs> and then like this album oh came God. out and I was like, I'm queer. <laughs> I, I have like very vivid memories of just being in your car, listening to I Pink. Know. Oh my and God. driving to Buffalo Wild Pink. Yeah, that. Why is that the memory? One but... time we also went to McDonald's after night class. Oh my God, yeah. Screwed or something a bunch Yeah, we of did. Times. It was screwed, yeah. We listened to Screwed. Screwed is always a thousand times. It's it's important. And it was this and it was spring. And so like it was just getting warm out when this came out. And so it was like, wow. Like it was important. It was just like a good everything coalesced into this beautiful moment of like energy and sun and like love. Oh yeah. And like you had a healing circle and we watched Pink at the end of the healing circle. We did. I forgot about that. so gay. I did. Everyone there was gay and we were just like I literally had like a queer community circle. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm like that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember at at one point because one of the questions was like What's your favorite thing about the your queer community yeah. or something? I was like, my favorite thing is that I found it. I was oh, like, I and everyone was like, <laughs> we were all just crying. I know. And the, that feeling of like sitting with everyone and watching Pink, I was like, I'm gonna be okay. Like, this yeah, it was like, very pure, beautiful, and like you realize that your people are like there. You know, like it was just like a beautiful time. Oh, Ooh. crying. Oh, yeah, it God. was just so important. 
it really just came at a time that I needed it. Yeah. And you didn't know, but then it happened and you were like, oh my God. I just felt so validated. It was the only thing I listened to for like a month or two. Oh my God, same. And now I just revisit it occasionally and get emotional. Same. It's so good. The entire album is not on or like in the emotion picture. Yeah. It's Crazy Classic Life, Take a Bite, part of it. I think it's not the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Screwed, Django Jane, Pink, Make Me Feel, and I like that. So, you know, and then the, the best cre- ones. <laughs> and then they play Americans during the credits. Yes. Do you so, want to rank them now? Let's try. Okay. Yeah. It's really difficult for me. Well, I get... let's not rank. Let's just do favorite, least favorite. Okay. okay. Of the videos. Okay. Video wise. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's so hard. Oh, think... shit. Here I go again. <laughs> oh, Sorry. shit. Here we go again. <laughs> I just keep thinking about that video. I've seen so many that are so good, but I think my favorite one, I saw one yesterday that was the Criterion logo <gasps> that starts at the beginning of like that every movie. That would be movie. the one you I love. so hard. <laughs> It was so good. When they, like, spin around. Yeah, yeah. it's like the circle and it becomes yeah. the sea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anywho, I think I think my favorite video-wise, it has to be Make Me Feel. Like, I think mine, I think I have a, I have a really hard time deciding between Pink and Screwed. I think Pink visually is just, like, astonishing. Yes. And, like, brought this, like, visibility and this celebration to the vagina in a way that wasn't gross and essentialist. Yes, and, like, it was... Like, I, when I saw ah, the name like, of the song, I yeah. thought maybe, I was like, is this yeah. going to be essentialist yeah. and like that? And I, like, as a trans person, love this song. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It is so, like, not gendered. And I think it really elevates, like, pinkness. I think it takes the pinkness and the pussy, whatever, like, the narrative around that, like, out of its, its like, whiteness. Yeah. And I think that's what really kind of, like, takes it into a different context, obviously. But also, like, if you think about, like, pussy hats and, like pussy power or whatever the fuck that like white women have popularized especially in the context of like the women's march like this is not that whatsoever and i think it's like obviously like the different spelling of it and like it's not about like your pussy it's about like like deep inside we're all just pink like it's just a (laughs) new sort of power you know what i'm saying like and it's not because you have a vagina no but it can be Oh my god, the quote of you know her I mean? talking about how like trans women have the pink. I yes! cried. Oh my god. She's so good. <clears throat> yeah, and then the vagina pants are iconic. Yes. Absolutely iconic. And like just good like. When they came out at the Grammys. Oh my god, yeah. Ooh. Like, Holy shit. Damn. Also, Janelle was robbed at the Grammys. Oh, okay. She yeah. I'm not even gonna spend time on it, but she should have had the did, Grammy. Did Casey Musgraves really need best country album and album of the no. year? No. No. Was her album the best of the year? No. Janelle's was. I think Janelle's was too. Janelle's was. It's that's and it. And it did like think about what it's doing out here. Like, dang. Anyway. Okay, and then least favorite. Hmm. Honestly, it's really hard. I thought Take a Bite was my least favorite before rewatching, and then I actually really I like that I liked part. it more than I thought I would. Yeah. I guess Crazy Classic Life, just because to me it's unmemorable, but I think that's part of the point. I think so too. I think it's a good initial part of it. Yeah. And it's to be like, hey, look, we're all partying and in love and gay, and like, and then they're like, nope. I think it sets up this story. Yeah. More so than the part where they're all at the table, though. Oh, is really yeah. Cool. I do like that part. Because I'm like, you're like God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you are or, Jesus. You're Jesus. <laughs> Who is God. Um, Who is God. <laughs> thank you, Catholic education. <laughs> so I like parts of it, but I'm not like, oh my God. And I think part of it is that it's like dark in that video mm-hmm. a lot. But anyway. Yeah, but they're I all think... really, like, this is not to say that I dislike it. It's no. just not my favorite. And I also. 
yeah, like I don't love the Crazy Classic Life video, but I also think the Crazy Classic Life as the opener and then Americans as like the closing yeah. are actually really important because like we'll get into this more later, but mm-hmm. they're very much like in the classic American pop style and they're vis- visually and sound-wise different than the rest of the album. Yeah. And I think that they're framing it in a way that's like immediately you get to see like people of color, well, specifically black queer people mm-hmm. like living yes. in living the crazy classic life, living the yeah. American life. And just like, because that's whenever people are like American or like classic American like videos, it's all very 50s, very white, very straight, all of that. So this is going against all of that. So I think you're set. It's just like bookending. Yeah. That like, and like, what does classic mean, right? Exactly. It's like black queer people are American too. Mm -hmm. Or like make up the fabric of the country. Yeah. That kind of, all that. That's like not how I would talk, but. People say that shit all the time. Yeah, but, it's uh, very much anyway. like an insertion. And it's it aligns a lot with like Afrofuturism stuff of like imagining futurity, but it's also imagining a present and a past for yeah. black queer people. Because yes. they're kind of insert like inserting themselves in this like classic Americana kind of deal. So we're not even gonna act like we know or should be talking about Afrofuturism. No, because we're we white as not. hell. And like also just to say that despite our identification on different levels with this art and the music, mm-hmm. it's not for us. Like exactly, it was not. Yeah. And I know Janelle's always like, it's for everyone who's like a dirty computer. <laughs> she, <laughs> she does say that. She says that all the time. <laughs> but like audience-wise, reception-wise, who this like should anyone should feel like ownership over or Mm -hmm. like this is like for me like I'm represented in this (laughs) like it's not us at all no and we know (laughs) we know that this is like specifically for black LGBTQ people yeah that is who the main audience of this is and there are obviously like gaps and places and like cracks in that where like other people obviously feel like seen and heard and uplifted by that Mm -hmm. but in the context of this Afrofuturistic narrative like it's centered a world that is without the wounds of colonialism, white supremacy, mm-hmm. etc. that is like happening now. But it's it's grappling with that, but it's also like it's still kind of there. You mean like like the whiteness is yeah, like it's still, pervasive. Well, the whiteness is the bad guy in this. Right. Like that's the the whole thing. Like but the, the straight the whiteness. The memories, the like the joy and the the uplifting of like that experience of yeah. all, that all the songs and the videos show is like what that would look like without what what it could be like yeah. without this. It's imagining a future <clears throat> where like black queer people get to like live and be joyous and be together. And like decide what fucking happens yeah. to them. Yeah. And like cause just a note is just like it's not just black sci-fi. Like and there's a video about it that we can link. Yeah, we'll, we'll link it. Yeah. Um it's but more... it's not like, oh look, they're in space or like, oh, it's black people doing things. Like yeah. I hate that argument. I think it's well, more than that. It's garbage. Anyone who's ever writes that is probably white and or stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so it's not it's not just like, oh, look, they're, you know, they have like a space thing or a car, da-da-da. It's like... It's like, do you know how about... meaningful it is for a black person to see themselves in the future? Right. That's dictated by their own yeah, collective that is, and community. That is yeah. like of their choosing. Just and because it's not... the privilege to imagine a future, even in, in like on an individual level and generationally, yeah. is so reserved 
to whiteness and to white people Mm -hmm. that to even kind of mess with the idea of like I get to we get to actually make the world and we get to have a different world is like what's really important here yes and so we will link the video that like the short one that we found there are obviously many and many articles on it but Afrofuturism is beautiful and interesting and you should read up on it yes we, we are not experts on it should not be taking so space i don't to yeah we shouldn't be taking space in this conversation to describe yeah y'all know you'll you know. get you'll hear <laughs> so screwed is so fun i think it's like the most um chinamone's <laughs> denim in screwed very like, important not, an, not that important to talk about but it's amazing it's important it's the fact amazing. that zoe kravitz is featured on the track <sighs> The song, Ooh, the I love song her. itself is amazing. It is so like fuck you. It's it's all it's so like let's all just fuck each other yeah. and like love each other and also you've ruined our lives. Yeah. <laughs> but like, hey. <laughs> it's, oh, it's you know, so we're all good. fucked, but like we're, we're fucking, you know. It's so powerful. It's powerful. It's and so it's good. just such a fun song. It's so fun. It, that I was my it. summer anthem. Yeah. That was one of them. And Tessa comes, like, more heavily in that one. And she's, like, her hair looks, like, beautiful. And she's in this, like, they're all, I just love the outfits in this one. I'm, oh, like, yeah. I would wear all of these outfits. <laughs> yes. And they're all just, like, the part where it gets, like, slow. And they're, like, moaning. And, like, oh, oh. <laughs> I literally, I, my jaw drops during that part. Like, I watch it and I'm, yeah. like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. It is amazing. Like, that's my second favorite video, I think. And then it goes into... Django Jane. So fucking iconic. It's so, so good. The visuals, I cannot get over. Like, the deep green suit and the deep red suit are And the so movements. She's so, like, beautiful. fluid. She's going back and forth. And, like, the camera that, like, that walks into the room in the beginning, yeah. essentially, is, like, damn. Like, she looks damn. so powerful. And also, just every lyric in that is amazing, <sighs> obviously. Damn. But it's just... The first time I heard that, I just like screamed because how it's so it's good. It's so good. Every line is like so measured and yeah. Oh, it's so. She fucking... says, "Let the vagina have a monologue." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, it's so good. Also, oh my god, the part of the song where she talks about when she was a kid. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so meaningful, and she just this like I have a thing around the name Jane right now. For various purposes. So many reasons. So many reasons. But just the reclamation of, like, both the words Django and Jane and, like, putting her. Like, it's just, it's really, like, truly, she's just taking apart so many, like, at the surface, very simple sort of, like, cultural constructions of, like, woman or, like, black or gay or whatever and just messing them all up Mm -hmm. and truly, like, does not give a single fuck, like... Django Jane is, like, badass. Like, oh, yeah. That is a good, like, that's a good walking yeah. song. Yeah. It's so good. I just, Jane Bond, never Jane Doe. I is know. I'm like, So damn. good. I just, I'm just thinking. She I'm says just, we're going to have to put him on a pussy diet. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. She said that. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, she says, this is my palace. Like, it really. I cut it, him off like a Van Gogh. Yeah, that line is so funny. Oh my god, she's just like. Also, the part when she just says "cue the violins and violas," I just like. Why is it so good? Like, how to get? She said, "Got away with murder, no scandal." I was like, "Yes, Shonda Rhimes representation." Yes, (laughs) I freaked out. And then she's talking about Viola Davis. I was like, "This is like that." Like, 
songwriting is unreal. Like, oh my god. I can't even imagine. There's just so many good references in it. And her suits. She visually, really, I feel like I've invented tuxedos. Like, yeah. Oh god, she looks amazing. And the, like, just who she's surrounded by and the bodies she puts, like, in her shots. And you wouldn't even be, like, no one's allowed in that room. You know what no. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that is Janelle's room. Yeah, like, no one touches the door. <laughs> oh my god, it's beautiful. And then... This whole half of the album, well, the visual album. It really, my heart is, rate just goes up the whole time. It's so much, because yeah. it's Django, like, Screwed goes into Django Jane, which goes into Pink. The beginning of Pink really hypes me the fuck up. Oh my god, it yeah. It really just gets me, it's, like... And we need to oh. talk about the poem that's only in the visual album of Pink. I'm when oh When god. Tessa and Janelle are sitting across from each other, both wearing pink, just staring and, like, at each other. I'm crying. Shirts. They're staring at each other. Staring is gay. Pe- straight people <laughs> don't look at each other. And yeah, I just, know this. It's seriously, just sitting around and staring at your person is gay. That's gay. Like, I swear to God, straight <laughs> people queer. don't lay... Straight people don't lay in their beds and stare at each other. Not I don't as think much, they do. Yeah. Or they're like, nah, okay, good night. You know? It's... Anyway. It's so gay. It's so gay. And they're like, oh my God, she like touches her nose. And I'm like, <gasps> oh my God, I just, it's so good. <sighs> It's so she good. She says, and in the morning, I kiss your nose. I know. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's so and beautiful. And like the, the like, little insert shots of like a bee or like an ice cube or a popsicle. Yeah, like a flower, like, like a belly button. It's so, wow. It's like, it really, it's like to gracefully and beautifully take up like nature and sex and not make it gross is kind of hard to do in my opinion at this point and especially when you're associating it with like vaginas and the color pink but it is so like it's just so beautiful yeah and it's like we didn't deserve those visuals no, and Janelle just we gave it to us and the butts the when Tessa's oh, like that's overwhelming down, for me the butt part is crazy the butt part is my entire sexuality no I know I yeah I I can't. It's so and good. And when they're all just like f- dancing around and it's so fun and so carefree and like, oh my God, one of the underwear says like pussy grabs back or something. Well, and yeah. Like, and yes. then I Got the Juice has that part. Yeah. Which I actually, I like parts of I Got the Juice. Fuck Pharrell. The Pharrell part is really scary. The Pharrell part's actually it really bad. Me out. It's it His voice out. sounds so bad. Yeah. And it's not in the visual album. It's just in the, like, the audio. Juice, that's a good song. Though. But I really do like the rest of the song. Yeah. And then there's obviously, like, this little refrain at the end where she says, if you try to grab this pussy, this pussy grabs you back. Yeah. And I am usually, like, annoyed when people say that. I am too. Because it, I just associate it with, like, this really certain, like, pussy hat, white feminism. Like, turfy. Yeah, it yeah. sounds turfy for yeah. some reason. Well, I know why. I don't know why I said for some it's reason. It's white womanhood is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. because when, when they say pussy, I know they're talking about white women. Only. And not about trans people. Yeah, and, and like, the pussy has been, like, leveraged as this, like, oh, you're treading on my body. Like, it's a very, like, individualized, white, cis narrative of, like, choice and, like, autonomy and whatever. And it's, like, who even gets choices? Hello. Yeah, who gets choices? Um, who gets the autonomy? And, like, oh, now you're mad and you're going to make little memes about, like, your ovaries? Like, I can't. I really can't with the with the white ladies making signs for protests. No. Mm. And But when Janelle says it, yeah. it's inclusive. <laughs> it just like, is. Like, it is. It just is. It just, that's, that's the end of it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And then Pink transitions into making me feel, which is... Every I remember sc- I just scream when it starts. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I've watched this video. I literally have it tattooed on me. 
if the I the whole video is tattooed on their back. I have like the QR code <laughs> just oh tattooed God. on my forehead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I my tattoo says "powerful and tender." Yeah, because obviously it is like a bi anthem. It's a bi anthem, and also just as a non-binary person, yeah, it like really as a bi a suit as a bi non-binary person, yeah. it was like a lot of acceptance that I felt, and just the six seconds when. She runs from a guy and dances with him and then ran, runs over and dances with a woman. Tessa. <laughs> oh, it is Tessa. It's yeah, Tessa. you're right. That moment, like, I love that she just validated bisexuality and pansexuality in six seconds. In six seconds. Um, and, like, it's so simple. Like, that's the barest fucking minimum to even understand, like, fluid sexuality. And she was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, and, and we then were I'm like, going to. Oh my God, you can. Wow. I swear to God. We've never seen, like, a let me be happy in letting everyone know that I fuck everybody. And it's just so lovely. And <sighs> you could take a screenshot of any section of Make Me yeah. Feel. And it's just so strongly bisexual. Like, the lighting. <sighs> And I'm not just saying this as, like, a person who likes the bi no, flag. Like, it is an actual thing. Like, No, like, the bi lighting is The bi lighting is, like, hardcore and real. Yeah. And also just the colors that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. And the half white, half black suit. Iconic. Okay. My favorite outfit in that video, though, is the, the see-through rose pants. Rose pants. Yeah, the rose pants. <laughs> With the bright teal background. That is so And the white tank good. top. Oh, my God. And when she's wearing, like, the chain face thing yeah. and the chain bra and she's just glowing i mean she's just like oh god beautiful and just perfect the legs when she's crawling on the yes! floor yes and the polka dots and like the leotards it's wow it is like it is overwhelming like it's really visually it's so beautiful and so like well thought out and i love that there's a part of this that is in like a queer space of like a club kind of a yeah. a feel because like as a queer person who's like young that is one space to like freshly find other queer people yeah so i love that that was in there because like gay bars are important mm-hmm. gay bars that aren't fucking like that aren't centering full of men. white white cis gay men where do i find these and, uh, i don't know I really don't know because there aren't you many. even try and have one lesbian bar and then it gets co-opted by gay men. Mm-hmm. Because like, lesbians want to stay home, which I relate to. Well, yeah. Like, we all know. But also. We want to go out sometimes. <laughs> Truly. Make me feel lovely. And then, honestly, I think underrated video is I like that. Yeah. Also, that song is incredible. Yeah, I didn't when I I think the first time I heard it, I listened to it like right after Make Me Feel, and I was like, I think I'm underwhelmed. But then I revisited it. it, But it grew on it grows on you and it's it's so good. And the part of I like that when she talks about like growing up and men like Oh yeah. Like when some like some guy like called her a six. And then she said, mm. even back then with tears in my eyes, I always knew I was the shit. That fucking line made me cry <gasps> Oh, my God. Like, one day I was so emo it's... and, like, in an identity crisis and I listened to that song and I was like, I'm going to put that on my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Um, I It's so I, good. I, I thought about it, um, but I did not. That line, I was like, damn. That whole, that little story part yeah. when she talks about it, I'm just like. Oh, I'm crying. And it's like, you know, it's like these people who I just, we like idolize and like think are perfect. You're like, okay, they were weird as fuck and people didn't like them when they were little. Like when she was talking about, yeah. yeah. She's just talking about this this like (laughs) racist boy. Yeah. Talking about her because she's too masculine. Yeah. And she's not pretty in the way that he wants her to be. "Mm," And she just screams black girl magic. It's like, oh my God. That might be, yeah, that's in that song. 
No, that's in Django Damn Jane. Damn it. Okay. That's in Django Jane. I do get them mixed up because I listen to them all together. Okay, the black girl magic part is in Django Jane. But, but there's... But, like... Either way. Yeah, because there's... The Important, kicked out said I'm too loud yeah. is in Django Jane. And yeah. then the story part of it is dur- during I like that. Yeah, yeah. And they very much connect for me. Yeah. It's or, just... like, remember when they look, they used to say I look too mannish? Because when she yeah. was, like, up and coming, she would wear suits all the fucking time. Yeah, she's, like, that she's was, like, been wearing her suits. Like, brand. that's her. Like, but people were, like, she just is weird. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think, I think she was too, like, she was kind of fucking around with, with like, gender a I, little bit too much before people were ready for it, I think. Do you remember Tightrope? Yes. Okay, because I, that was, I think, the first video I remember seeing of hers. Yeah. And in that video, she has, like, the coiffed hair. Yeah. Yeah, and the and outfit's the very, like, classic, mm-hmm. like, singer, songwriter yeah. type of deal. But, like, people were mad about it. She's definitely speaking back to that in, in this. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot. Like, hard. And she's like, hey, fuck off. <laughs> she's like, hey, fuck off. I look better yeah. in a suit than any man ever I has. know. <laughs> truly okay are we ready to wrap up yes okay so it's very hard to do best worst for this because there's no worst is the answer the answer for worst is literally just like pharrell but that's only in the audio it's not even in the visual true for me the best is just like janelle's whole existence yeah and this somehow like this captures like all of the good that she brings like it captures her like dancing ability her singing Mm -hmm. her just she's so smart just like her genius like comes through in this like it's just beautiful and like she orchestrated this and like made this happen and it's just one thing that you can use to imagine something different which we need more of instead of just something that's like here's a gay person in a show or like whatever i i get emotional when i think about like little like queer black kids watching this yeah that makes me (laughs) Yeah, like, like my it's heart, needed. Like, it's, like, necessary. It's not something like, oh, you just like her. You just like those songs. It's, like, this is deeply something that, like... This is important. Even five years ago would not have... I think she knew so much of this and what it was doing is overdue. And, like, people were really mm-hmm. craving. It's like, so really, really hungry for this. And she was, like, okay, enough. Like, we can't wait anymore. Like, we have to just... Yeah. Like, I'm going to just do this and be out here with Like, this. she just did it. She put it out for <clears throat> everyone to be able to see. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And for me, the only worst, really, about the visual album is that it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. It makes me... Like, I literally have to pause it sometimes. I would just watch it when I was very insecure about like my sexuality or not insecure but like okay how do I figure this out like yeah especially I think when you're coming into queerness or like experiencing what you might identify as like a second adolescence type of situation Mm -hmm. I think it's like you're like okay now that I've identified that I feel these things it's like what do I do with it and like what do I wear and what do I like and these are very little like a lot of these concerns come out of privilege which I understand but it's just I don't know it's because LGBTQ like it's all (laughs) fucking it's we're like it's just a big monolith at this point and it's just I think queerness has been homogenized and I think that this really takes apart and is like no, this identity, this thing, this identity, right? Like, that's, like, is here and is important. You can't put it into an acronym. Yes, that's... Yeah. That's exactly... Like, but because we're all in a, like, community, the queer community... It's because like, we're all the same. Right, like, you... I think there's it's, this pressure to be, like, wh- which kind of pocket am I going to be in or fit into or something? Yeah. Which I hate, and I think it's really 
problematic and mm-hmm. it's suctioning people off into like really annoying and often like when you think about it it's just about capitalism and like who should be buying what things you oh know? yeah we, or like who should be presenting yeah yeah it's just it's so very anyway that's a that. whole conversation but, but yeah. she just really helped me be like this can be like can feel good and doesn't have to be like so stressful <laughs> you I know? feel that yeah yeah for me it was just I was having like I said, I was coming to terms with being bi and, like, trans and non-binary and all these things. Yeah. And just being validated in being in between yeah. was really important for me. Or, like, the me. not knowing or, like, yeah. being in pain and struggling. And and being, like, if you're questioning, you're with us. Yeah. If you're, like, running between two things, you're with us. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just beautiful. And, and like, that's just what we got. Like, what other yeah, folks so were much able in to here. kind of get and what is sustained, like, what would sustain them is so different and so like so meaningful too oh and yeah like, this can give so many things can't even... to so many people yeah specifically mm. obviously it's really important for like black lgbt people yeah like this is a huge cu- cultural artifact yeah and like i feel like this is gonna be like taught in classes like this is historical like it's, i think so too it's important and it's been out for one year we need to celebrate her yeah celebrate it's a national holiday it should fucking be <laughs> I would like to declare it right now. <laughs> so to pull us out of this dirty computer world, we have a checkout question. So I think we should predict our song of the summer. We can fact check this in like three months. Okay. Um, important. I'm sure everyone will be at the edge of their seat really waiting. I'm sure. <laughs> everyone cares um, so much. Literally like all of Homecoming Live. Well, so <laughs> because it's one of the things where like I need to you know when things are just better when you can listen to them with your rin- windows rolled down? Yes. That's, like, one of those situations. It is. And <laughs> specifically, the remix of Mi Gente, oh, my God, it's so fucking good. It is. It's so good. And party. That was so because- Broad City. <laughs> you sounded like Abby. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I'm honored. Abby Jacobson, if you ever listen to this, I, I love you so much. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then the party live version is so good because I don't even think it's her singing. It's like they're, it's like the um, background singers. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's one of my favorite songs, like of all her albums. And like, God, it's so good. So yeah, that's probably going to be what I listen to all yes. the time. Yeah. I will obviously be listening to Homecoming for sure, but I'm also really into Lizzo's new album. I think that's going to be. It's so good. Every song is a bop, but yeah. for me, like a girl, something about it, it's very like bubblegum poppy at times. It is. But it's more radical than I thought it would be. Yeah. And it's really good. And I feel like that's a good song. And it's also, I feel like it's the kind of song that I could play in any context and it would work. Yeah. It's a good walking song. It's really good. And I go on a lot of like fast paced summer walks around my neighborhood. (laughs) Gay. We're always running. Yep. Um, But yeah, so Like a Girl is my. such a good song. My bop right now. But obviously, also tempo. That's been yeah. Tempo's been up there too. Okay, so our next episode, oh god, <laughs> is gonna be on the Ladybird. My name is Ladybird. <laughs> Ladybird, a trans narrative. Thank oh, you. Oh god, get ready. White girls in Catholic school. My childhood. Yeah, that's wild. It is your childhood. Really, like literally. But yeah, so that's what we're talking about. Next time, you should probably subscribe. That'd be chill. Cool. Um, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks. And rate us on Apple Podcasts. Like, come through, please. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.
This podcast is an Earbud Media production. Transcripts of all episodes are available at gaywatchpod.tumblr.com. Our theme music was done by Eli Kraus. The artwork was done by myself, and you can see more of my artwork at jennyholtz.xyz. You can follow the podcast at gaywatchpod on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Jenny can be found online at queerxoh on Twitter and Instagram, and Charlotte can be found at charlottebird on Instagram or babybird04 on Twitter, and that's bird with the Y. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.